Jamia Bird. Um, I'm the owner and founder of Newbury Works LLC. Um, so it is a pleasure to be here with you guys. Um, we're so excited to share this time with Stephanie and Jared. They're awesome. Their podcast is amazing. So um, <laughs> it's an honor to be here. So thanks so much for having us. Hey, my name is Cord Parks. I am a former NFL CFL veteran. I am a part of Team Newbury Works. Yes. <laughs> Working and building in this community. Um, it's exciting to be on this podcast. It's exciting to share our story and what we've been doing, and um, just our walk. Yeah. Really, real talk. for the real, real walk. the real, the walk. real journey that people don't see. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So and gotta, she didn't say it. I'm sorry. Let me just say it. She didn't say it, but Jamia is also a former athlete. Yes, I am. Uh, yes, yes, yes. yes. I ran. Um, I don't. Sorry. She does always uh, leave that out. I played basketball, softball, and I ran track in high school, and I ran track at the University of Georgia. So mm-hmm. I am a former athlete as well. Yeah. Yes. I'm the only person, that <laughs> but it's okay. Listen, dancers are the most athletic. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're Damn. right. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. No, yo, we are so happy to have you guys. We uh, we, we probably talk about you like every other episode. Yeah, right? y'all. If you know it, we do. Yeah, right. For real. So, we get a lot of features. Yes, right. you do. So mm-hmm. it's, it's great to have you guys on. Um, can you guys tell us a little bit about? Um, new Reworks. We've talked about it before, but just right. from your perspective, like why yeah. you started it. So for me, um, New Breed Works is like a culmination of like all of my experiences mm-hmm. as an athlete. Um, seeing uh, going to UGA, um, I chose mm-hmm. to go to UGA because I wanted to experience big time sports. I knew I wanted to work in sports. I just didn't know like what path I wanted to go. So I chose Georgia strictly, <laughs> strictly because strictly. of that. Really, <laughs> I mean, I got in, but like that was my whole goal to go there and get that experience. Um, so I was able to see firsthand how um, athletes are treated and what the student athlete life is like. Um, being a student athlete running track is definitely not like playing football, but I still got a taste of kind of what it was. And I had friends that were football players. So I saw firsthand the things that they didn't have and the things that they weren't prepared for going to the NFL or just going to life transitioning, they weren't prepared. Um, So I had the opportunity to then work for the Atlanta Falcons. So I was able to see, okay, college and now I see pro. And then I had the opportunity to go back and coach my high school and I coached cross country. So I saw sports at every level. So I was able to identify the gaps and like, okay, hey, like we're dropping the ball here, 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 and here. And then we get guys that are 25, 26 years old and they don't know what to do with their lives. Mm. They don't know how to manage their mm. lives. They don't know how to do simple skills <laughs> that, <laughs> that you should just know how to do, you right. know? So that was kind of like my story and, and like the experiences that I had 
kind of came together and I felt like I feel like Newbury Works is there to meet that need. We're there to work with athletes, prepare them for life after sports, whether that's after high school, whether it's after college, or whether they go to pros, our whole goal is to make sure that they are productive when they enter this world and leave the arena of sports. So just a lot of different things I've seen. <laughs> I mean, so many stories, a lot of different things I've seen, but definitely personal experiences, you know, really fueled me to be like, hey, like this is a need and I know it's a need and we don't see it, you know, cause I, I'm in sports and I'm like, well, where's this? Like, it's not there. So, um, in a nutshell, that's how we how we came to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, I get. <laughs> um, I think it's been two two years. Yeah, yeah. Since the um since the initial um meeting <laughs> at Doug um, at Douglas High um where I came in to be on the panel um for these two beautiful women <laughs> who do so much um with these kids and um you know with 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 my walk and me being on the football side of it and going through different trials and tribulations of not taking the um traditional uh road of going you know every college i mean every high school athlete has a dream of going playing division one football you know and um i had an opportunity where it wasn't presented and packaged that way and um i wanted to major in a field where i pretty much took the road less travel um and deciding to yes yeah in deciding to um major in mechanical engineering and play football which you know that Football yeah. is, a, is a full-time. It's a right. full-time job, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, compensation. It's all, it's all, <laughs> right. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always uh, illustrated as football, football. Uh, what? No, what is it? What is it? Uh, football first. He's putting up two fingers right now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Academics. Second, uh, <laughs> uh, um, but they would illustrate it in a way where it's like you know that it's football first, right. academic second. But in um, my journey, my walk, I watched um, the ball be dropped uh, yeah. from the player side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from transitioning from NFL to transitioning to CFL, and then just transitioning into life. You know, um, it's a lot of things that are put on us as as um as athletes in general um as being role models as being uh figures and stuff like that um that put us in positions where you see disconnects all around the board Mm -hmm. and in that it's just noticing like you need people around who have who know the walk who who've seen this thing and oftentimes we don't associate it as being women because we don't associate women with football. Right. But <laughs> when you when you just think back on it, it's always been a team on. Yeah. That's dating back. Saying, That's yeah. dating That's back true. all the way to, you know, to, to youth sports. So um it's it's nothing like in and I know you get to attest for it, your academic advisor being that mom for the teams. Right. That everybody's like, oh, <laughs> here she comes she about to tell us something but um that that for me brought me closer in with them and just wanting to connect and being able to bridge that gap 
and be that person in the room <laughs> speaking from <laughs> the athlete side. Right. And being able to say to them, like, all right, now we we might not be able to do this because the attention span is short, or how can we get it to them where they can it can hit them square in the face and it be understood clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Man, but let me let me say first. So uh, I talk about this. I've been talking about this for a, a couple of weeks now. Everywhere I go, I talk about how you guys brought me out to one of the symposiums and I got to speak on the panel mm-hmm. and um, I, I just want to say thank you to you all because oh, I love that. Like, thank I love, you. Um, I would do that for free every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. We'll be calling you. It's either you love it or you hate it. Right. Right. It's, it's one of right. the two. Right. Yeah. I just, I love sharing my experiences with, you know, these young athletes like high school and college. Mm-hmm. Um, just speaking about maybe helping to offer them some guidance so they can avoid some of the pitfalls that um, I wasn't able to. So I love what you guys do. Um, I remember when Stephanie and I first kind of met and we first talked about it and she told me about New Greek Works. I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> and I, I actually, when I started preparing my proposal um, that I did for Georgia State, um, I did it with that in mind. Because mm-hmm. right. as soon as she talked about it, I was like, that was the like the light bulb of like my purpose. Like, no, this is what I said. <laughs> really, so yeah. this yeah. whole thing just really comes full circle. So. It does. Yeah. It does. And like, I want to add real quick, like how we all come, came together was super... Mm-hmm like organic is God ordained like we didn't I didn't have to be like hey y'all want to be on board they was like no like I'm in like let's do it so like our experiences of coming together has just been a God ordained story so absolutely yeah absolutely (laughs) we couldn't have planned this out or else we would have did it a long time ago you know what I'm saying yeah true true yeah Yeah, no this is amazing so I feel like I got all my family yeah. <laughs> like all the time in one room, right? one room like for real because yeah. I do this with y'all yeah. with New Breed Works yeah. and then I do feel to the real with Jerry I got family in yeah. the room right yeah. now this yeah. is amazing yeah. so we're excited that you all are here to so we just gonna y'all just gotta flow with us okay this it's ain't we're not doing nothing all special and all right. fancy <laughs> we gonna just do what we do okay and y'all just gotta jump, jump on, on in there with whatever you got to say okay okay all right. right. So y- y'all gonna help me out today, right? Oh my yes, god. Yes, because I'm on your side. <laughs> oh, most okay. of the time. Most of the time. Oh, okay. Most of the time. Oh, okay. We're gonna see today. Okay. I don't know. Hey, did y'all right. hear that? I don't know. Did y'all hear that? Most oh of the time. Gosh. All right. Most all of right. the time. Right. I got you. So, this is kind of what we do. Uh, um, you guys have heard the podcast before. So, we start off with a who's really right. Okay. And we, uh, Stephanie and I debate on who's really right. So today, you guys are going to help us determine okay. correctly who's really right. <laughs> no, y'all going <laughs> to debate, too. Right. Right. No, you got to debate, too. Right, right, right. No, you don't just get to sit here and listen uh, to us. Oh, you no, got to no, debate, no. You too. You guys are going to determine it by your argument. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, besides yeah. you end up being on with your argument, then okay. uh-huh. that's, that's uh-huh. who's going to be really right. Oh, my god. And if it ends up being a split, we got to let Instagram and Twitter yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. folks who right. call it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So, our number one topic, or uh, <laughs> our, our who's really right is, does a playoff miss affect LeBron's legacy? No. Yes. Darn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they jump right on me. Right. What you finished? Right. No, 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 no. That's, that's uh-huh. good because we, we have a we have a part two to this part question two as well. to this question. Okay. But no, we'll get to that part after after we, we, uh, we yeah. have to discuss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give my reason. I, I'm, I'm with you, Court. No, it doesn't <laughs> affect his legacy. 
Are we, okay, and this is because you're a Jordan fan, Stephanie. Okay. You think he's the GOAT? Yes, he is the GOAT. <laughs> I, I vehemently disagree. He is the GOAT. <laughs> I do too. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. So, if we're going to make this playoff miss count for LeBron, yeah. and we have to count the wizard years for Jordan. You have to count we, the years before, prior, too. Yeah, true. 80, what, 82 all the way to what? 89, 88? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So does that count towards Jordan's legacy? I'm going to say no. No, I was going to say no. No, yeah. All we talk about is the six rings. So oh, okay. Equating this to my goat. <laughs> your dad, yeah. As long as you know it's your goat. Oh, no, he, no, he, he is, is not everybody's goat. As long as you know he's your goat. <laughs> We're not going to count this playoff miss on LeBron's uh, record. Um, because in the grand scheme of things, we we won't even remember this year. This will be mm. this will be the wizard years. Mm, I don't know about that. As you know, mm. I think we'll we remember it. We gonna remember. Like it. it's yeah. Magic Johnson. It's LeBron James. LeBron's been to how many consecutive finals? Yeah. And this eight. Okay, so now you go to the West and you have Magic. This for I mean basketball genius, and you can't put together a playoff team in the Western Conference. Mm. So it, there was a whole plan. Now nah, I'm, I'm gonna let you go, Corey. My bad. Cause nah, I, you, I keep I keep rapping about it. But you go ahead. Tell us tell us what you think about it. I I personally feel that we bow out of like you say the Jordan talks about before mm-hmm. the years of quote unquote greatness, mm-hmm. but also too to what you're saying. Like there's a reason why. The Bobcat. I mean, why Charlotte is not. They're the Hornets. By the Hornets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when they were the Bobcats, no, right? The they were. That's why I stopped wow. it. That's why I stopped it. I stopped it. But, wow. I mean, okay, we're looking at. It's it's so tough. It's so tough because we're comparing two people in two different phases in two different like. It's crazy because you look at. When Jordan played, how physical it was. Mm-hmm. If you shot beyond the three-point line, you was a three-point specialist. But now, <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. they're shooting from the other baseline. <laughs> right, right. We just we had that conversation that. last <laughs> week, literally, about right. Steph. And it's it ruining basketball. From the other yeah. Baseline. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, um, yeah, Paul Millsap just did that the other night. The cra- yeah. You know, the craft that goes into it. It's more finesse in the game now. It was more, <laughs> it was more just... Physical and all that kind of stuff. But LeBron is physical. He he is. So but that team, don't mean nothing. But, yeah, but he's he, physical. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a physical specimen. No, he's physical at basketball. <sighs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. My as argument physical. is always he needed to go play football. But you, so you don't think LeBron asserts that physical not, pro- not as much as he not could. Not as much as he could. No, not as much as he could. And well, I know he'd kill somebody if he did that. Yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> two in comparison, I think the biggest comparison is always the the quote unquote killer instinct, which I mean it's so it's so many points to, yeah. to put in between, but right. I don't feel that this because you gotta okay. look at the like you said, the injuries. You gotta look at the roster. The roster. You gotta look at well, then that could be the case but, every time it's yeah. somebody that missed the playoffs then, right? So when LeBron well, went that, to the Lakers. talking about, like, a legacy of a great. Because I, we, we could look at that, and we could talk about the roster that Jordan had in 2002 with the Wizards. Like, that roster wasn't going to the playoffs. Exactly. So that's why I, I feel like it doesn't affect his legacy. Okay. But when LeBron went to the Lakers, 
in the offseason did we think we will be having this conversation right now. The Lakers not making the playoffs. I personally felt like he, he could will them. He could Everywhere, pull it together listen, and, like, he could will them yeah, as he's done in Cleveland in the years that he didn't have anybody. He literally could will on. them. Now, I get it, injuries and those sorts of things, but I don't – I didn't – I never would have thought we would say, oh, LeBron's not going to be in the right. playoffs. But did Jordan do that? But that's not what we're talking about. I'm, I'm not even I'm not even comparing him. Yeah, I wasn't even comparing him to Jordan. We're not comparing him to Jordan. We're literally just talking about LeBron I'm not comparing right him now. to Jordan in yeah. that in that respect, oh, we're, talk, we're, talking, <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about legacy. So to look at another player who we consider mm-hmm. a great—that ain't the question. Don't no, that ain't the question. I know that's not the question. <laughs> I'm using the comparison to make my argument of why I don't think that this legacy. Because if we put, if we were to put, uh, he's not a goat in your mind. So what does it matter? <laughs> Huh? He's not the goat in your mind, so what is it about? He's your goat. I recognize that, you know, we put up two silhouettes with their basketball resumes in front. You know, it would be very close. Unless you (laughs) add the fact that one has six rings and one has three. But if you were to look at just the way that they play play basketball, because we're talking about the greatest of all time, not the greatest person who had the greatest teams over his span of playing basketball, then we would have to consider that. So I'm only using Jordan as a comparison because he's your GOAT and he just has to be the measuring stick of this argument. So. Does he? LeBron's I'm so legacy. Confused. Okay, yes, he has to be. Okay, I mean, well, okay, well, well when when you're talking about a legacy in general, right? You, mm-hmm. it has to be compared to something, right? Right. Uh, they don't, because if that's the case, then he got his own legacy, though. Okay, well then they don't ruin it then. <laughs> he got his own legacy. <laughs> I'm just like, no, we got. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think when I think of legacy, I think I don't compare. LeBron no. to Michael, even as much as yes, people do. No, I don't. No, no I don't. I really don't. Uh-huh. I, I really don't. don't. I, I really don't. I don't. I don't. Like LeBron, it. because so because like no 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 because like you said, it's a different era. The game is different. The media, everything is different. Yes, LeBron did model himself after Jordan, but they're playing in two different eras. Mm-hmm. Two different eras. So I don't even look and be like, okay, well, how, I think about how will LeBron play if he played back then, but it doesn't okay, so really matter because he didn't. Do you have a goat? Like who is your goat? My goat is Michael Jordan. Okay, now this is why this is why you have to compare and why eras don't matter, because when we say greatest of all time, we're looking at all eras. Okay, it's all time, like this whole since they was playing with Peach back. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, LeBron and Kobe's kind of gotten pushed to the back of this. Yeah, argument. I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, you know. Kobe was a great player. He was. He was. He ain't no go. Oh, I'm sorry. Man. Kobe, if you hear that. (laughs) He's in the conversation. He's in my conversation. He's in my conversation. (laughs) He's in mine, too. He's in my conversation, too. He has more similitudes than Michael than LeBron as far as, like, that killer instinct. And, like, the the toughness more so than LeBron. And the finesse. Yeah. Yeah. How he he played the game. game. You played the game with finesse. Like, that, I absolutely give him that. I'm not... We had this. This was one of our first conversations right, yeah. about oh this God. whole thing, and Kobe was. And he's no nonsense. Kind of like an um, honorable mention. It's hard to play but, with him. The, but, but that's the, the problem I have with him. Oh, okay. The question yeah. also, and Michael didn't either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 but 
But pass the ball, Kobe. <laughs> pass the ball, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> the thing to it too is it 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 presents this age old question. Does, does the player make the coach or the coach make the player? Because we had that conversation too. Yeah, hey, look, that was my conversation <laughs> too. We've had that conversation too. LeBron has never played with the all time all time great coach. I agree, and I, I and I and he I heard that conversation. I agree. The court, which you cannot take Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson is a terrible GM, but he's he's a amazing coach. coach. Same way Jordan was a great player, but we have not heard anything about him coaching. Mm-hmm. Oh no, or as a, as well, a he's GM, an owner. Yeah. he's an owner. That's it. I mean, on a GM, yeah. Yeah, even yeah. that's kind of like what the, the decisions you're but, making. I mean, he's trash. Yeah. <laughs> As a GM, he's But trash. it's like, who made who? made who? Right. Did Phil Jackson that's make... conversation we had. Did Phil Jackson You got to go back and listen to the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this is something that somebody else asked me, too. Like, yeah. That's a great point. Phil Jackson, did he make... Jordan and that team, and did Phil Jackson make Kobe, Kobe and those things? Yeah, we had this conversation. Yeah, already. Yeah, we so, yeah, we did. We did. That's, that's, my, just, that's my argument for LeBron. Like, he's never that's valid. Him. I would agree. And even so, what, is this about his I, legacy? Are we just <laughs> all off the topic again? I'm just because the coach, the coach, the coach plays a part in the legacy. Yeah. yeah. So then, I guess, I guess y'all just made our argument. Look, <laughs> <laughs> <Luke> Walton. Look, <laughs> Walton. <laughs> what? Okay. There won't be a time. Legendary coach. You didn't say legendary. You said the coach has something to do with the oh, legacy. Yeah, oh, yeah, so, right. <clears throat> so the legacy of LeBron during so this year. LeBron just we all remember. Oh, How? Because he's done less. He's done more, more of less. Yeah. Now let's not, let us not let us not forget that year where they played uh, San Antonio in the finals when he was with Cleveland mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. And he took the shovel and the mop bucket, <laughs> and all that, dragged them to the finals. He did. I swear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. But so, are we gonna count that on his legacy too? Is is that a plus? Is that a minus? I mean, listen, there's no perfect player, so we're never gonna be able to have this conversation and be like, well, yes, there's this one guy who yeah. just did it all and was perfect every year and did right. it. We're not. Yeah. But to answer the question. Because we have an expectation mm-hmm. of LeBron, I think that's what it more so goes. It more to. goes back to the expectation because he did Cause pull so out great. the mop bucket, yeah. and the broom and everything else to drag a team that was subpar to the playoffs and to the ch- okay. So we would expect him to be able to do that anywhere oh, because yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, he ten, what? He ten years no, 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 come on, no. no. <laughs> Good luck. He's with still that. playing at a very high level. He, no, he is. He Good is. luck with yeah, that. But Move. nobody has defeated Father Time yeah. yet. Undefeated. But that's not the point. That's not the point. Okay. So you. So now it's about you <laughs> that drags you that makes you able to drag the team. A uh, whole yeah. team, entire team. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Well, okay. I well, then his legacy is on the on the downslide anyway, huh? Mm. Well, nice. Okay. No, 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 no. Almost, Listen. Okay, so then shut up about his age, because that's not what this right, is. Okay, right, let, me, let me give it to you. Let me give it to you like this. I'm gonna throw a, a curveball in, into this art. So one of the things that he was told when he came to LA that basketball from from Magic Johnson okay. that basketball is going to look different than what it looked like over his whole career. So he's gonna have to trust the process. So basically. 
we're not bringing in a whole bunch of shooters for you to drive and kick, mm-hmm. right? Which is what been his had. recipe yeah. right. for yeah. winning over the past few years. Well, like, right. Or from, it, yeah. you know, all the way back to, the, to his heat days. Yeah, right. So he doesn't have that on his team now. He has a whole bunch of point guards, unfortunately, because <laughs> they went and got Rondo. They already had Lonzo. Mm-hmm. He's a point guard. <laughs> And so sort of. he's not working with the type of ammunition. Did he have or that? his recipe? You for brought up this whole team. Who was on the team when when they went and played San Antonio? It, it was just him. <laughs> <laughs> and how we're not breaking that. Down. <laughs> my point is, this, I'm just gonna I'm gonna just stick to my point. Y'all uh, got it. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, just for for time's sake. <laughs> yeah. So, me and Cord agree yes. that it does not affect his legacy. Okay. And you and Jamia agree that it does. Yes. That this is a stain on LeBron. <laughs> oh, God. See, now you don't win. Oh, like, my God. A stain. Well, okay. Like, jeez. Okay. It's a little blemish. I mean, a stain is like. Yeah, that's a little harsh. I don't know if it's that deep. But, but it's going to affect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to affect it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like you said, it's. I mean, his legacy is pretty already cemented. It's but cemented. it's going to it's gonna affect Absolutely. it. Not where it can destroy it by any means. Absolutely. He's amazing. No. But we're going to. I remember. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So let's, All right. Go the, let's go on to the next topic. Okay. This topic is about Paul George. Yeah. And yeah. was it his comments about the referee? Yes. Tell so. Tell us a little bit about this. Stephanie. All right. So I think it was last week they played, and um, apparently Paul George, Stephen Adams, and Russell Westbrook. All fouled out the game in the last four minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's never happened before. It happened once. It's it's been ten years. Oh, okay. Ten years since something like this has happened, where three out of the five starters fouled out of the game. Mm-hmm. And mind you, only one person. I don't. Even, I think they played Memphis. Only one person on Memphis's team got fouled fouled out. Mm-hmm. So his he came to the you know after the game the conf- conference. press conference and. <laughs> And let the refs have it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Got fined twenty five thousand dollars for his comments. Yeah, but I yeah. it is it is they are. But I have to agree with him. Yeah. Because his whole point was first of all, who holds them accountable? Right. When they botching up stuff, mm-hmm. like he was his whole thing was if we do something wrong, like he got fined twenty five thousand dollars for his right. opinion. Mm-hmm. What do the refs get for? Making a horrible call. And when we were talking about this, we brought back up the whole New Orleans thing. Yes. Mm. Oh, Lord. Like, <laughs> all y'all should have had to just hang your check is. back over. Right. Mm. For mm-hmm. real. So, it's, I don't know, because I don't, I don't really know from the officiating side. Are there accountability? Is there accountability? Is there a QA? Like, does somebody go back and review every game and right. say, you know, they botched this one. They messed that up. Yeah. They didn't catch that. And and that should be so. What it so once you do that, what is the what is the, I don't want to say punishment, but the penalty mm-hmm. for that? Because I don't, I don't know, but on teams that I've been on, um, <laughs> <laughs> you send in a complaint mm-hmm. and you get an apology. That's <laughs> really yeah. I I don't want your apology. Yeah, I yeah. played in games where calls were like. Like you say, same, same, you know, same thing from the New Orleans game, and um, you just get a 
I don't want your apology. Apology, yeah. I don't. I know that they are. They're graded, uh-huh. and um, they have a meeting at the beginning of the year where they bring the refs to each team, mm-hmm. and they talk about calls that were botched and you know how they can change it and usually as you know usually those would be the calls that they show up and say well we could have did this or this year it'll be this mm-hmm. or stuff like that i don't know i don't know i don't, I don't know if they're fined or so, anything so they are fine but the only accountability measure in place is that the grades that they get affect oh, affect playoffs. Playoffs. That's what I was about so to ask. Like, money yeah, yeah. To be Super Bowls and, games yeah. and stuff like that. Championship. Games. Yeah, I was so gonna ask that. That, that right there is their only me. level. Yeah. I mean, unless they do something egregious like Tim Donahue. Yeah, we talked about. We talked about it. Yeah. You know. No, but, but I, that is not enough. Of a, yeah. Of accountability for missed calls or, or yeah. a bunch of missed calls or something like that whole New Orleans um, issue. And, right. and one of the. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about when you were talking about how they bring the referees to the team and mm-hmm. say one of the famous uh, meetings that we heard about, I don't know if we actually saw it, was when in 2001, I believe, when the Patriots ended up going to the Super Bowl hmm. and the Ra- uh, the Raiders oh, um, had to take that tuck rule. Call yes, yes. And what they did was as a team, they collectively got up and walked out of the meeting <laughs> um, at the beginning of it and didn't, you know, go through the whole... Uh, we ain't listening uh, to y'all. Yeah, we... Yeah, <laughs> we're pretty much listening to, yeah. to them. So, as of right now, there is no no accountability. Like, referees don't get fined. They don't That's lose a, a check yeah. based on... I, I think those New Orleans referees, like, everybody... Oh, you need to get your check back. Yeah, like, lost your job. Like, you needed to get your check back. For real. One, like, that was a great. I mean, I know. Jesus. I, <laughs> I, I think because I had, and it wasn't like it wasn't a real bet, but it was like first of all, no one is to win this game. Like well, he just know. he wanted yeah. them to come here, y'all. That's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just, I just wanted. I think them everybody would have. Yeah. I mean, maybe not Atlanta fans, but it definitely would have been better. Yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. That's all for Whatever. It was all for the annoyance. But whatever. So yeah, but no, something because. Grading them out and giving them the opportunity to pl- to participate or not participate as officials in playoffs and championship games is is okay. But for me, th- there's a whole nother crew of people who also didn't botch up calls who probably don't get to participate in those playoff games too. So you're not really punishing them. Well, it's it's not only playoff games, but it's your premier games too. So your prime time. If you ever pay attention, yeah, attention, it's the same. It is true. Um it is. reps for the prime time games. And that's because like you said, how they're graded, they also they always graded high. You know, um I know they are trying to bring some youth to refereeing. Yes. yes. But it's no glory in it. So you know And but I feel sorry I know, for the woman. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know that they are like they're trying to. I think they're trying like the last time I was in, they were trying to like implement stuff to try to get former players to to, to, to come back, to come back and yeah. do it. And because a lot of a lot of the refs are like 
um, doctors, lawyers. Yeah, wow. uh, they are. Yeah, yeah I know a that. lot of them. Yeah, yeah, like they got serious careers. Serious Real careers. careers. It's like yeah. a part time gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's what it is. Wow. Essentially, it's like a it's a part time gig where they get paid. I was gonna say a nice a stuff. Yeah, amount. shoot, I don't yeah. want to work nowhere else. I know, I do it. Sign me up. That's a tough part time gig. Yeah, it is. Exactly. A, a lot of pressure, yeah. right? Especially for, like you say, for football, it's only ten weeks. But I know for basketball, the majority of those guys are they full time. Right. Yeah, yeah. Of Eddie Rush, his uh, Eddie Rush Jr. Okay, which went to Westlake. His dad, mm-hmm. he's been okay. a, his his dad has been an NBA referee for a long. He's he's oh, wow. he's yeah, he's, he's nice. nice. Yeah, he's nice. He's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's nice. Yeah, yeah. But I just feel so for I, for me back to the whole Paul George thing. Like, I don't even, I didn't see the game, so I can't speak on it, but yeah, I'm just going to say, yeah, I feel like it, it probably, that's when you start to have those questions, like, about the, the Donahue thing. Like, yeah. are y'all trying to, like, determine the outcome yeah. of the game? Yeah. That seems a little extreme. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. The, that's what I was going to say, because I think in basketball, you can... You can control it in football, but basketball, you can really, like, skew how the game is played more so than in football. And you, you know, certain players, which I kind of read the article a little bit, like Russell, Paul was feeling that Russell doesn't get the calls because Russell's physical. He's going to the basket every, like, he, that's the, that dude giving you 110 every night. Like, period. So, like, he's... So, so, so he's 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 going to the hole and everything. So, um, yeah, he's uh, not yeah. not getting a call. So, like basketball, you I feel like they can skew. And then yeah, you do think about like man, like is this fixed? Like yeah. I go back to thinking about, and I hate to bring up LeBron again, but I forget what <laughs> no, you, okay what year oh, finals it was. Maybe you can help me when um, Draymond got that tech and right. Draymond got suspended. And then oh, that enabled yeah. Cleveland to win. Like, wait, you wait, can't tell. Come on now. <laughs> wait, listen to me. Because Draymond got that tech, and they knew if he got one more tech, he, he would be out. suspended. Right. Cleveland, I don't know the, the stats. Cleveland was down in that series at the time. They were. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so it was like, yeah. oh, okay, we're going to, you know, and tensions was high that whole game. And it was like, <laughs> okay, well, if we give Draymond this tech, we know he's out. Yeah. And we it, know all Cleveland came back. Yeah, game, Cleveland so. came back and won. So yeah. just thinking about just different things like that where you can look yeah. at and be like, man, like the refs literally control. And that was NBA Finals. It's like, come on, man. If you're going to win it, let's let's just play all out. Don't have somebody get suspended. And then we, we skew the right. odds. And then we're not surprised that Cleveland won the next game. Right. But not to bring LeBron up, but just he was there for two more games after that. I'm just, but I'm just. But they gave them back. They gave them back into the series. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It it got because they won the very next game. I I disagree. Of course, he of course he does. But just bringing LeBron that up, how like coach. how the refs have that like they have that control and that uh-huh. power to kind of like skew the outcome of That's of right. what it or the odds, maybe not the outcome, but the odds of what the outcome probably will be. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. I'm gonna just put this out there. Listen, <laughs> y'all need to fix this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you do. You gotta if you gotta find them. Whatever you need to do, they need to fill it in their pockets so they'll yeah. make sure they do what they supposed to do on the field. Yeah. yeah. And then then we won't have these problems. So and fill I it in the pocket. Right. Cause he knew he was like, I'm about I to get, I'm, I'm about to get fined, but whatever. <laughs> right. Like I'm gonna still say I'm what saying. I gotta say because yeah. nobody so else will. Yeah. Like nobody else will. So and he knew what he was walking into. Yeah. So I give him respect for that. I had an issue in not not me personally, but. 
when I was in high school, I played basketball in high school. We were, in the, we were in the championship <laughs> game, and we be, we beat this team. It was a team that we were supposed to blow out, but we only beat them by two points. Oh wow! The referee it was a controversial call at the end, and while we were going through to shake hands, one of the guys from the other team punched the referee <gasps> in the face and knocked him unconscious, oh, like my unconscious God. to the point where he was like um, convulsing on the ground. Whoa! Wow. So that that guy like. Well, I, and that was high school. Getting, yeah, that was high school. He ended up getting arrested at school of course. the next day. But he left, ran out of the gym. Oh, Lord. Jumped on the bus and... Okay, yeah, wow. he was really tripping. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. he was on all another level. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, I have witnessed it in AAU basketball. Oh, yeah. My husband coached AAU basketball, mm-hmm. and I've witnessed, literally, he had two players left in a game. <laughs> From being fouled out? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Two wow. players left because we were in their their. Their town, uh, right? Uh, so we had made it to the championship game, but we were in and their town. And they home, and they mm-hmm. were like, "No, we're not gonna let these boys come in here." Cause, yeah, yeah. Two people left, <laughs> so was... two on five. And my Man. husband was like, "I'm not giving up. I don't give mm-hmm. what y'all do." Wow. <laughs> yeah, I would have done the same. Yeah, we gonna we gonna ride it out. We gonna ride it out. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's move on to. Uh, Vince Young. Oh, oh, oh. Vince. <laughs> oh. Has he not had, like, oh. the craziest fall from grace? Oh, my gosh. Like, to go from... From, like, the Rose Bowl. He, to... he, didn't, he didn't win the national championship. I mean, no. He didn't win the Heisman Trophy. That year. Yeah. Right. That year. But he ended up having the defining play yes. of the season in the national championship. Yes. And it just feels like it's been all downhill. Yeah, it is. Oh, it has been. It ain't feeling it. It is. Yeah. All right. So, what What happened? Okay, so <laughs> Vince Young, bless your heart, baby, was fired from his alma mater, Texas, for not showing up to work uh-huh. and a poor performance. Now, his position, he had a part-time job, making $50,000 a year, part-time. Part-time? Uh-huh, part-time, as the development officer and football camp specialist which they just made up some stuff for him yeah, to give him a job. And so they made up a job for you. Mm-hmm. And you still can't keep it. A, a part-time job. A part-time. Right, so you only got to be there like 25, 30 hours. Right, right, right. Uh, anybody out there hiring for <laughs> 50 grand. I'm with you. Let's do this. <laughs> Tell me where to send my right. resume. For real. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it just, again, this is one of those, it seems like every week we have a story where we can say that's why they need a new breed works or that's why they need a feel to the real. Right. Because this is one of those kids, well, he ain't a kid no more, but this is one of those guys who he was just lost. He was lost yeah. even when he played football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was lost for real after he played football. And yeah. then I'ma just say this, I feel like they just they tolerated him. Until he got the DUI. He just got a recently got another DUI. Another one, yeah. mm. Second one in three years. So I think they were really trying with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, good for, I, I have to give them they, they credit for trying to help the dude out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And try to help him have some semblance of a normal life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you, you, can't, you can't mess up where they give it. Like they've handed it to yeah. you on a silver platter and you messed that up. Come on. Well, I, you know what? I, I think attributed to is just the, I guess, the uh, level of, what's the word I'm looking for? 
Entitlement. I can never. Yeah. I, every time I get that word. <laughs> but just an attitude of entitlement because he probably felt like, oh, I can come late or I didn't want to have to show up or I can, you know what I'm saying, with a part time job from your alma mater. Let me tell you, if I get how, hired by Howard University, <laughs> <laughs> y'all better not think about firing me. <laughs> but to go back to your alma mater, when you get so much love, you won them a national championship, you would almost have to really go to them and say, I don't want to work here no more to get fired. Fired. They, you know, that was painstaking for them. Absolutely, they went through some serious they conversations. Did. Stakeholders had to really yeah. like sit down and be like, "Okay, dang it, we just can't do it no more." Right. He mm-hmm. just, he, we can't he do really, this with him no more. Yeah. He, he just, we can't. Yeah, they. That's what I'm saying. They tried everything they could to help him, and I just feel like he's 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 a wreck because he doesn't have purpose. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was one of the. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Now you go. You go ahead. I just. I was. He's one of those cases where like you could see that the transition after football just wasn't great. Like because mm-hmm. even with him trying to go back when he he got signed by the Bills, he had been out of football for a little bit. Oh God. A little mm-hmm. while, and it was just like you know I can't let it go. I need to go. And yeah. I heard he had like some money issues. And stuff yes. Like yeah. That. And and I don't want to speak to that because I don't know exactly like how it was, but just. You know, when some folks get to that point, they understand, like, okay, the game is over. This is what I'm transitioning to next. Mm-hmm. And you can just see from his actions, like, that there was really no transition plan. None. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's just, too, it, it, it dates back. It, it shows you how they held him responsible while he was playing, too. Yeah. Well, you mean didn't? Well, I mean, just, you, know, <laughs> well, you mean didn't, hold Well, didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and... Like you said, coming back, he probably, like you said, a sense of entitlement. Um, I, I guess it's just it's it's interesting because you know you you look at the situations and you say to yourself, okay, well, if it was me, or how would I handle it, or what could be done? But then it's still those disconnects. Mm-hmm. That happened, yeah. You know, along the way, and somebody he probably was sitting at home, and somebody probably reached out to him and was like, "Hey, you know, what you doing? Yeah, mm-hmm. come, we got a position exactly. for you. Yeah. Make a position. They made it up for and, him. Um, you know, figure out how to make it work, or maybe he cried out for help, or mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of <clears throat> stuff. And you know, I think when you held to such a high standard or degree, right. it creates. Not only the entitlement, but the pressure from his standpoint of like having to deliver hmm. and don't know what to deliver. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's, that's good. good. You know, like not actually knowing, like, okay, well, how do I deliver off the field? Mm-hmm. You know, and how do I insert myself into something where I was actually bigger than the school? Yeah. 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 In essence, yeah. you know, like I brought the school to the national championship. Like yeah. it goes from. You know, I, I know guys that played on teams where they got 50 grand for signing autographs at the school. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm pretty sure he can do the same, you know, same exact right. thing. So it's, 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 it's deep. It's deeper yeah. than just, you know, people thinking, hey, look, man, you know, you had all this, you had all that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, you also want on a high pedestal for a long fall. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> when they do, yeah. you know, yeah. when, when they do snatch it from, you know, up money. Oh, yeah. and, and not snatch it from a sense standpoint. It's just, okay, you're done. But yeah. just like 
taking that walk down them steps mm-hmm. from that pedestal, yeah. like mm-hmm. passing them people that, yeah, <laughs> like all of that stuff, you know. So it's it's, and that's you know the reason that we do what we do, what we yeah. do, and it's a it's a continued process, right? And it's a continued um, fight, you know, for that this is actually you know in sport deeper than just. Um, what you're doing in sport and not only like you say the people that's around you but the people that's talking to you you talking to yourself what you're <laughs> dealing with on your own right. you know what your family pressures you mm-hmm. know because like you said the older that you get it's like yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if, I think he has what two, two or three kids I three. something like that because I remember when you know he came up to the uh, to the CFL, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't think it worked out mm-hmm. there either, there you know, with the situation. And I'm yeah. not sure what happened, but you know, it's the the term it takes a village is it's, it's real. It's real. It you is know, real. It's real, Absolutely. and um, it takes it takes a lot. And like you say, and it's crazy because, like you said, the people they built that, the people at the school you built this. You built this pedestal in mm-hmm. this place, and then it's like when the person can't deliver off the field, you kind of looking at them crazy instead yeah. of trying to fix it. So I think yeah. it's it's tough from that standpoint because, like you say, they don't even know how to fix it. Yeah. You don't know what it's like to have a hundred thousand people screaming your name, and right. you can't walk down the street right. as an eighteen year old. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and then you get you know you get blessed into the to, to the the NFL side of it, and you know the same expectation. Yeah. Right. And then, like you say, now you're just trying to you're trying to make wheel it. it all in, like you mm-hmm. say, make it and all that kind of stuff. So, I think it's it's like you said, the is it a sports a sports psychology now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to do they look in the you know all of the the ins and outs of what goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And there's so we've had this conversation about yeah. the institutions because right. I'm just gonna put this part out there. Texas needs to take some responsibility in this. You created him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did. You, you created him. Yeah. So you knew what you needed to do with him while you had him as a student athlete. Right. So Which most institutions him don't. So that he could have come back and been just fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. As a whatever you called the jobs you gave. But him. what do you do? What do you do when you present that and the student athlete is not receptive to it? Because of the pedestal, but I don't know. Do do institutions really present that? Well, so let's <laughs> say let's say hypothetically they did, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to lose that athlete. The, the reality is, te- I mean, and, and, and schools maybe, aren't. You no. know what I'm saying? The reality is, Texas has to say either you're gonna come into this fold and conform to what you know, mm-hmm. what the plan that we have in place for you, or we just have to lose out on. Well, back the then, yeah, back then they, now they are. I right. think now they're 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 able to, but right. back then, yeah, and his when he was when up. yeah, right. I mean, well, he he was able to win him a championship back then. Yeah. Now it's like you're just you're in Texas lore forever, <laughs> but that doesn't help us win a championship now, now. So we don't have much use for you, which is goes back to the whole issue of like who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like. There needs to be somebody who, uh, in these programs, who are invested but don't have uh, any financial ties mm-hmm. to these. It's players. almost like not being a lobbyist, having right. a politician that doesn't have a lobby, right. a lobbyist yeah. uh, back backing. Right. Yeah. Mm. So 
So who's in it for the heart, not the, for, the, helping them. for the money? And they and the and they know that. Um, I mm. think with Vince, this isn't it. Looking at what this says, like you're saying, I think that athletes, football players, can come out of sports. They can go back to their institutions. They can be added value. I don't think the issue is him being still in football. I think the issue is like the underlying things, the skills that he doesn't have, exactly. the intangibles. It's not that, okay, football players can't be coaches at their alma maters. No, absolutely. Yeah. You can do that, but you're not prepared to be successful anywhere, especially right. at your alma mater. Right. Because of all the things that Court said and everybody's mentioned, like you put on this pedestal and now you have to be a regular person and do right. regular people things. Yeah. And you haven't done that probably since you was now, in high ever, school ever, ever, ever. ever. right probably, never. Probably never. yeah never. so you're never. like well never. what is like being responsible look like <laughs> they don't know right. here we go back to professionalism like they don't know they, they really, don't know what they really don't know they don't. and it's i mean it's everybody's fault that they don't know you know yeah, what i'm saying like, because it. All, 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 all around what, like like core said all the gaps you see them all because he's a product of this Absolutely, right. like mm-hmm. uh, this is a shining example right. of why you need yeah. to have them. They need to know who they are. They need right. to understand the things that you know. What I'm, he needed to know that that there's, uh, you have to have a personal moral compass and a and a sense of responsibility to be a professional. Right. At every because see that's the thing I I always struggle with with professional athletes mm-hmm. because. Professional is in front of the name. Mm-hmm. Right. How many of them really look at it as a profession? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because if you're professional, you handle business. You handle a business a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because you fast and you slippery, or you did that that that's your gifting. Yeah. I need you to understand the other part. It's a business, mm-hmm. and you're going to work for somebody every day. Yeah. It's a profession. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that illustration, looking at it from, you know, from sitting in the seat and understanding, like you say, can it something that's brought to the table where we're face where you're teaching? I don't even want to say teaching, but no one wants to look at the ugly side of Mm -hmm. themselves, you know, and what they're dealing with. And that starts, like you say, in in youth because you've been glorified your whole life yeah you've been glorified no one's told you hey man that's that's bad yeah hey that stinks yeah you know your mom you Mm -hmm. know or you know your close family but someone from the outside yeah maybe Maybe not not even them you know and maybe not even them worried about getting their money yeah maybe not even them (laughs) (laughs) yeah but no one wants to look at you know that side and say well i'm not fit for who wants to say that? Who wants to say I'm not fit Especially for Especially a man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. fit for normal society. Yeah. Like who who wants to do that? And I think, right. you know, that's a that's a issue, you know, transitioning out that every needs to, yeah. that needs to be addressed. It like does. they should have like psychology, <laughs> like a therapist. Yeah. Financial planning. We talked about just this talking last about week. We and not about just from the standpoint week. like they have it, but you don't know. See, that's what we talked about. You gotta have people yeah. around yeah. you that say, hey, enough. like you need yeah. to do this. Like, yeah. you and willing. you have to trust them. It's almost, yeah. I almost, do they do an exit? Do they do an exit for the army? Like a exit back? Is it like an exit? Let me, I, and I, I don't want to misquote him. But I, I was having this conversation with Lawrence maybe about oh, Lawrence six months know. ago. Yeah. And he said that it wasn't even the officer, or maybe it was one of the guys who was who was there. But he 
He said there wasn't even an officer who, who gave him his exit, like, interview and papers. You're talking about like, from what profession? From no, from the, the Army. Army. Oh, okay. He was an Army, yeah. That, and they just said, uh, thank, thank you, you for your service. Bye. And it's the same. It's They deal with the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Issues. I mean, Lawrence has had conversations with me about, like, right. really, y'all need a feel to the real for armed services, right. too. Yeah. Cause you just get thrust back in thrust there, back like drop society, drop like oh, here you go, like welcome back. Life has changed. No, yeah, that's what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. Like, boom, there yeah. you go, and All you right. don't realize you don't have it until it hits you in the face, right. and then you're like, whoa, what do I do? <laughs> right. And like, it's hard for guys to pick themselves up and learn those skills or to say yeah Yeah. and then you just go through life really struggling you know (laughs) what i'm saying not able to be successful because you don't want to be open Mm -hmm. and ask for help yeah when you finally realize you do need it but Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it's a big issue it's really sad it's sad and i just an exit interview almost but like you say who who from our standpoint is gonna actually Right. Go and say, all right, I'm I'm done. I'm oh, done chasing this. Mandatory. I'm done, but I'm saying from the standpoint, like, okay, um, um when you retire, I'm in between, I'm in between teams. I'm not really sure if I'm done. Yeah, right. I'm still chasing, but okay, all right, come on, it's time to go ahead and talk. Even right. if they said it was, <laughs> even if it was mandatory all, all along the way, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got training camp. So maybe you do many workshops all along the way mm-hmm. to give put the thoughts in the head that this is yeah. eventually you're not going to be playing football. Well, yeah, it'll, it'll have to start in college. It does. Well, that's shout why out, we. It shout, does. shout out to Coach Keith McKelfer. Like <laughs> you he, said, it's I really. say his name all the time. <laughs> you know, that's my guy, man. He 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 really like I I I really had to like oh I'm gonna go have a long NFL career and I'm going like I'm I'll be a millionaire and whatever happens. He sat me down and said, look, man, even if you go and do that, at some point you got to show this world you can do something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was like, that was really like the you were like, smack in the face right. like, moment. Like, hey, maybe I won't play. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Forever. Right, right. right. So I, I, you know, um, that was some of the best, that, like, you, you, like you said, I mentioned that all the time because mm-hmm. that was the best advice mm-hmm. and that was the best, like, words ever spoken to me. Yeah, that's awesome. At some point, you got to show the world you can do something else. Mm-hmm. And football is what you do, not who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, so that's why we, that's why I feel to the real so serious about all of us doing what we do. Right. Right. And coming into these college campuses and bringing this, bringing this to light mm-hmm. at that age. Exactly. And even at high school, I think right. what we do for New Breed Works with the panels is kind of that first little slap in the face mm-hmm. to say oh that might not be the way my life goes wait mm-hmm. a minute because they don't think that until they hear it yeah like, oh right. well and so if you take it from there and then you go to the collegiate level mm-hmm. and you continue so okay now you get it now you understand that this might not be real for you mm-hmm. so now let us work with you on making sure that you um do know right. or have a transition plan because mm-hmm. it could be over at the end of this mm-hmm. right you don't know what you level is your, your last level. Your last level. So don't. it could be over here. Yeah. yeah. I, had, I had clocked completely out yeah. of playing. Like, I was done once I came home and got my internship mm-hmm. with Delta. I was done with football. And then I got the call. And yeah. It sparked it back That's up. That's happened. Right. So, yeah. I have a friend like that. It was like, okay, I'm done. I'm a little hurt. And then you get a call. And then, like, you just jump up and go. You know? Yeah. So, like, letting it go 
it's this was this was my transition from college though. Like, oh, I came, I came home and got an internship, mm-hmm. and then you school, got the call to go. And then I got the call, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Gone. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I'm gone. Bye bye. Yeah, it's her NFL. Okay, okay see, y'all. see you later. <laughs> I, I got injured and was like, man, look, I'm going to go teach. <laughs> I ain't fooling with y'all. I ain't chasing this dream, you know. And, but I think that my mind was prepared for that because of those words. Like, yeah. It was like, you know what? I'm going to go teach. Like, I, I, but you were prepared. Right. That's See, those words were spoken, yeah. and then it made you go on a path to say, okay, well, I better be prepared just in case this doesn't work out. Right. So you weren't shocked when it was like, oh, this may not be a possibility. Right. Yeah, but, he, but some people are literally. Yeah, but he also had, he had fertile soil. He did. Everybody, everybody don't everybody have fertile soil. Ain't. Look, imagine if Vince Young had Newbury Works while he was going through high school and then went to college and had Field to the Roof. He would still be employed at the University right, of Texas. Right, right. <laughs> he probably would have had making more money than that. He would have had a better position <laughs> than a part-time $50,000. Because he would have been qualified. Or he could be still playing. Or it's, it's yeah. a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot that can it's go a, it's into a it. It's yeah. a, lot, a whole lot of variables. Yeah. yeah. A whole lot of them. Okay. Good. All right. Well, let's play some bills right quick. Yeah, yeah. Play some bills, please. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so we back. We're going to do... Uh, we're going to do On to the Real right quick. <laughs> you introduced me to this story, and I think it's the funniest. <laughs> Please tell us about Mr. Forsett. So, Mr. Forsett played for the Ravens, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Running back for, Running the, back for the Ravens. And <laughs> <laughs> so, in his in his journey of playing in the NFL, and probably when he played at UC Berkeley, too, mm-hmm. uh, he noticed a hygiene issue. <laughs> with <laughs> with some of his teammates because you know when you playing football you all in like you working out you right. you you doing you know you got you know you got to hit the field for practice you but so you're constantly going and so he was like he was noticing oh, God. he was noticing his teammates weren't really taking having the time to bathe or truly get themselves back <laughs> fresh in between these activities. And so he and two of his Berkeley um, teammates <laughs> came up with the shower pill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love it. So it is oh, like man. a baby wipe times four. Uh-huh. And so they did all of this research and finding out how to make sure that it would, it, it like, it literally eliminates odor it mm-hmm. takes the perspiration it like does gotcha. all of these things to help them to like just be able to quickly wash off and keep it moving mm-hmm. and so um <laughs> so i said this was funny i didn't i have never exp- I, well i can say only in that i've smelled after practice the, uh-huh. <laughs> the kids coming back into the to the from the field and i'm like ooh wee but I don't know if that's just hormones because y'all young. I don't know what it is, but I was like, oh, this was genius. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was genius. And so he and his partners is, is blown up. Yeah. Like, I went and put in shower pill in Google. Oh, you can go that's to Target. You oh, can go wow. anywhere and get them now. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah, because what happened after he did this, and it was such a hit with the with his teammates, Right. other other athletes from other sports started reaching out to them like, hey, we need we this need too. That. And yeah. so it blew it up. And now Justin Forsett, good good job, dude, uh-huh. that you would 
you know, look out for your folk like that. Well, yeah. <laughs> keep the funk down. It's funny because that's that. Usually that was a um. That's a term that's loosely thrown around the locker room when a guy would come in. <laughs> And let's just say you gotta go get a haircut, you got a massage, not a massage, you definitely gonna take a shower. Y'all gonna say something that you gotta run right out of the locker room. Yeah. And it'd be a joke. So so people be like, oh, shower pill, get your free shower pill. Oh, wow. All they meant was that you ain't take no shower. Oh, wow. Okay, see, I didn't know that part either. I just was like, it's funny that it's called a shower pill. That's why it's so funny. Oh, okay. It's funny to us because we know Okay, see, I like an inside locker room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially. On Fridays, yeah. so Fridays would be typically the day that the practice is the shortest. Mm-hmm. Okay, and our day is the shortest. Okay, so Saturday we would come in, you have your walk through. So those two days were corp- corporate days for shower pills from mm-hmm. guys because Friday they trying to go get haircuts. Yeah, maybe have to go pick up the kids. <laughs> X, Y, and Z. So dudes are legit come in, boom, put their clothes on. That's so nasty. That is so gross. <laughs> like, yo. Like, yuck. Yeah, Did you like, just not know you were sweating profusely 10 oh minutes ago? God. That's and disgusting. And it'd be a joke. Somebody would just be like, oh, somebody took a shower pill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, Forsett was my teammate in Seattle. And, um, oh, cool. Okay. It's, it's funny because, like you say, guys like Forsett and um, you know, other they been able to take ideas and yeah, um, yeah. and run with them and make something out of it. Cause I seen, I think I seen, uh, God, what is his name? You know, he played receiver with Forsett. Uh, he played with me in BC. Sydney Wright? Oh. Nah, uh, Hawk, uh, Hawkins, Lavelle. Lavelle. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Cause they played in the the flag football tournament last year. Um, right. I remember that. I, I seen I seen him using it. Yeah. it was oh, like a fogger. It was a fogger. Oh, okay. he, he was like endorsing it yeah. and stuff like wow. that. So I know they have a fogger too. Yes. It's a fogger. Yeah. Well they've they've expanded the products yeah. now that they've, you know, blown gotten the blown up. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought it was hilarious. Right. I was yeah. like, <laughs> this is hilarious to me. <laughs> like kudos to you. It's super no useful. More punk. Like, yes. Super I mean, useful. The difference between the difference between uh uh, a uh, a high school funk <laughs> and a uh, college <laughs> professional funk is totally different. Like, is it better or worse? You won't, yeah, you won't even you won't even get a stench in a in a in the NFL locker room. Oh, that's good to know. You won't even get a stench because the pads right after each practice are they put into them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, high school stuff. Is, oh, it's oh, just what I tell you. they might not watch their pads all Ever. week. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure. The whole week you practice and practice and practice and practice the same pair of pants. Oh, them pants be <laughs> stiff. Oh, they like they can stand up on their own. <laughs> That's they can, disgusting. Yeah, they can, they oh my gosh. Well, we your need jersey to can stand up on this. Oh, it be so stiff. Yeah. So gross. Cause it's like sweats and it dries. Sweat, sweat, sweat and dries. Dry. Sweat dry. Ooh. Sweat dry. Sweat dry. You be like, that's so gross. Oh, man. Everything you. can do that. Gloves. Yeah. Socks. Oh my, oh my god. Yeah. Oh. So it's just. My, my high school coach, uh, Joe Clark. <laughs> yeah, Joe Clark. Real. Yeah. He would stand by the bathroom with a bat. Oh, no, he would stand by the entrance to the uh, locker room with a bat and was like. You're not leaving out of here. That's right. No shower, That's like, right. He wasn't going for the shower. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. No shower yeah. feel here. Thank you. Yeah. That's disgusting. But yeah, good good job, Justin Forsett, and yeah. your buddies from uh, UC Berkeley for coming up with that. That was real cool. I'm, I mean, you know, 
obviously for us, all to the real is always about, you know, somebody who Transition who transitions well. well and does something to, you know, right. better themselves. And right. so not only do he better himself, he better other <laughs> people. Right. He better than everybody's nostrils in right. the, in the right. close vicinity around it. So, yeah, yeah, good for him. And then, like he said, he didn't say it was stinky. He said it was a hygiene issue. Right. So what you just said, don't put your clothes back on yeah. after you just finished <laughs> sweating and all stinky like that and just go out of here. That's nasty. Right. <laughs> so uh, kudos to him. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, so we, we're going on to our feel-good final thought. Yeah. And the person that we're uh, going to highlight today, <laughs> let's just say she goes to my university's rival university, but there is love here. Okay. okay. Thank you, she's Jerry. she's going to be a Hampton Pirate. Thank you, Jerry. I still have love for this young lady. Okay. So, Monet Davis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. give it up. Yeah. Real talk, mm-hmm. yes. If you yes. guys don't know who Monet Davis is, she was like uh, a phenom yeah. maybe about three years ago, four, four years ago. Four. Four years ago. At she the, was 13. Uh, at the uh, Little League, World, Little League Series. World Series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a pitcher. She was all over everything. She took her team deep into uh, the World Series. They didn't win it. I think they went to the finals and maybe they lost maybe in the semifinals okay. or the finals. Okay. Uh, but she she was awesome. Seventy uh, mile per hour pitches, yes. baby. Let's be clear. At thirteen. At wow. thirteen. Seventy mile um, per hour pitches. Pitching she, shutouts. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. It's, yeah, yeah. So she plays softball now and she's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And she made the decision to go to Hampton University mm-hmm. because she was allowed to play softball as well as play basketball. Wow. Mm. There were a lot of schools who weren't gonna let her do both. Mm-hmm. Wow. And she settled on going to Hampton University. The reason why I take so much pride settled. in this story. Yeah, you hear, you hear, it's settled. No, okay, I'm sorry. I knew that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like, so she chose. She yeah. chose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, so she could have went to a bigger school. I see what you're saying. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not like settled, like not being disrespectful. To Hampton. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, I always say settled because it, it, she could have gone to larger schools. To we play. talked about this last. Well, week. We talked about it last week, yeah. and this is why it touches me so much because. She chose to go to Hampton University, Got where it. she could have gone to a, a bigger school, and you know we know that the the funding at bigger schools is a lot better. But going to Hampton was kind of in her heart, and she decided to go anyway. So I love this story. Yeah, well, you know, for me, yeah, just our conversation last week, we were just talking about this. I don't know if y'all heard the podcast from last week yet, but yeah. kind of what we talked about was uh, what well, a subject was what were. Um, the PWIs and integration hurt HBCUs. Mm-hmm. And so Absolutely. We, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. we had this long conversation. Right. And so we concluded, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. And so, but one of the things we talked about was how do you then get some of these kids who are the phenoms right. to so make the decision mm-hmm. to come back to those yeah. HBCUs. So to have her right. as a phenom right. make this decision Look that, good. no, no, I'm going to go to Hampton. Yeah. Thank you very much, such and such PWI, but right. I'm good. And so this is a start, Jerry. Yeah. It is. Well, you know, so a couple of years ago, and, and this is what I didn't mention last week, a couple of years ago, Cam Newton's little brother, Caleb, yeah. Yeah. decided to go to Howard yeah. as mm-hmm. opposed to some of the other schools mm-hmm. that he, yeah. he could have gone to. So yeah. um, I, hopefully this is the beginning of a trend. Yeah. You know, where some of these larger name athletes in high school decide, I'm going to go and support the HBC. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Right. So, 
We went through this whole episode. And to me, I got to say, I could not tell that you were nervous. No, no, not at all. Like, yes, girl, you did your thing. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yes, yes. It was fun. Yeah, good. So we we, we enjoyed you guys. Thank you guys so much for coming. Oh, my God. You Um, don't know how much we, like, I couldn't even sleep last night. I'm counting down. I'm counting down. I'm like, yo, we think coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just want to thank you guys so much for coming. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, anybody out there, if you are listening, uh, Core and Jamia tell the audience where they can reach you at. Um, yeah, so um, we are on um, Instagram at New Breed Works. Um, our website is www.newbreedworks.com. We are on Twitter at New Breed underscore Works. So reach out to us. We would love to hear from you, coaches, parents. Um, we also do parent workshops as well, um, in addition to working with student athletes. So um, please contact us. We would love to uh, bring our business to you guys <laughs> yeah you can find me at um on instagram at cp two number nine thank you for having us um this has been great and, <laughs> well yeah. you said you wanted to be on here this is another episode of field to the real oh my bad we can give him my instagram uh <laughs> Instagram at Fields to the Real, Twitter at Fields to the Real, and if you want to contact us, uh, hit us um, at Fields to the Real at gmail.com. We are out. Yay. See ya. See ya. See ya. <laughs>